football the football segment of the fantasy fanatics podcast i'm your host once again james and i'm joined once again by nate what's up man so all right and uh in today's episode uh we're fresh into the off season um yeah we're just going to be talking about uh fantasy awards again this time we'll be hitting the wide receivers for that we'll talk about what happened in fantasy this year we'll hand up some of uh, our awards to sort of uh, the main uh top wide receivers this year and yeah then after that we'll take a look at some of the rookies this past year and how they did for each team so uh, how does that sound good all right let's get right into it we'll start with the wide receiver fantasy awards Uh, nate i'm going to start with you for your first award waiver wire pickup wide receiver of the year i guess uh who's your runner up and then who's your winner so for a waiver wire um same as previous um, weeks uh, under 50% drafted total fantasy points runner-up is Jalen Waddle he was drafted with uh, 43% so it's a pretty shallow league pickup if you didn't pick him up in the first two weeks he was probably gone um, total fantasy points uh, actually I think it's I got might have gone it backwards so Michael Pittman Jr. should be um, the runner-up with 192 and he was drafted at 40% and Jalen Waddle should be the winner. He was drafted 43% with 193. It was like one fantasy point off. I think Michael Pittman Jr. had 192. But yeah, they were both like probably gone in the first couple couple of weeks if you um, didn't draft them and you tried looking on them for the waiver wire in the third week. It's probably already too late. Um, I think both players are like 90%, like close to money percent owns uh, by the end of fantasy season and i guess some shout outs would be marquise brown darnell mooney christian kirk jacoby myers and marvin jones jr yeah i mean uh both of those players are very productive probably either one of them could have won the award at that point um i guess uh you giving it to jalen waddle um that pretty much goes up to my next award which is the rookie wide receiver of the year and my runner-up is actually Jalen Waddell. He was fantastic this year as a rookie. Um, he finished 16th in total fantasy points at the wide receiver position. So like you said, he was barely drafted in some leagues. And I mean, he finished with, what, 193.8 uh, fantasy points. I believe that's in half-point PPR. And he averaged like around like 12.1 per game, which is insanely solid for where you got him, probably even off the waiver wire. But the only reason he didn't win Rookie of the Year was because this uh, Rookie of the Year, he had an insane rookie season, and that's Jamar Chase for the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, He finished number five overall in fantasy points this year, insane numbers, 264.1 fantasy points in half PPR, um, 15.5 points per week. So every week, uh, I know he was boomer bust for some of the weeks, but for the most part, he was pretty solid almost every week. Um, yeah, and if you drafted him, what was it, mid-third round, late fourth round, you definitely got a prime value as he was a, a top 12 wide receiver at the end of the year. So yeah, my rookie of the year is Jamar Chase. And I guess I'll get to you for your next award. It's playoff MVP, I guess. Uh, who's your runner-up and then who do you have winning? So I guess my runner-up would be um, Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, he had a really fantastic um, week for 14 to 18. 
and especially considering it was on Detroit, it's really impressive. But the winner is Cooper Cup. Um, he's just so good as a wide receiver. You just throw the ball to him. He just finds a way to catch it. And I guess shout-outs would be Debo Samuel, Justin Jefferson, Alan Lazard, Hunter Renfro, Stephon Diggs, and Tyler Lockett. I will say that like after Debo Samuel, there's like a pretty significant drop-off um, in terms of, I guess, fantasy um, in terms of fantasy playoffs. So I guess really big shout out to Debo Samuel. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned Amon Ross St. Brown. I mean, the guy's a rookie too. Like I didn't even mention him in my rookies. Uh, I know he wasn't at the level of the other two, but he had a great fantasy playoffs. Definitely agree with you. And then, yeah, Cooper Cup all year, he was solid, especially when teams needed it the most, which was in the fantasy playoffs. I guess for my next award, um, I'm going to give out the injury wide receiver of the year. So my criteria for this was basically um, they had to have missed three or more games and they had to have really solid production, which means that if they weren't injured, then they definitely been would have been one of the top, uh, I guess, players for the year. So I went by like fantasy points per game as well. So um, my runner up is Robert Woods of the LA Rams. Obviously, he wasn't having the season that uh, his buddy Cooper Cup was, but still a pretty solid season until he got hurt. Uh, he played nine games. Uh, he averaged 12.7 half-point fantasy points per game. Um, yeah, it's pretty solid. He was definitely um, worth it, um, you know, picking him. Or what was it? Maybe like third round, third, fourth round around where he was going. Definitely really solid. Of course, he, he was overshadowed by cut for most of the year. But when he did get hurt, obviously, it opened the door for them to sign Odell Beckham. So, I mean, had he not gotten hurt, there's potential he could have finished maybe borderline top 12. Like, he, he was definitely really solid. So, um, yeah, he's my runner-up. But uh, for winner, um, I guess I gave it to DeAndre Hopkins just because I feel like he was battling the injury most of the year. Uh, he only played like 10 games. He averaged uh, 12.6 fantasy points per game, so almost as much as Robert Woods, but I feel like he was affected by the injury a lot more. So that's why I gave it to him. Uh, I just feel like his production, like he was like what, uh, wide receiver one where he was drafted. It's like top five, top seven around there. Most leagues, people were drafting Hopkins. So I, I just feel like, you know, if he was a lot healthier, he would have produced a lot better. Uh, he played a lot of fractions of games as well. I know um, Robert Woods, uh, he tore that ACL in a practice, so he didn't really miss parts of games. But yeah, Hopkins, a lot of his production in-game was affected by his injuries, so I definitely feel like he would have been a lot higher, so I gave him uh, the injury wide receiver of the year. And then I'll bounce to you. Um, you're handing out MVP for wide receivers, I guess. Who's your runner-up, and then who's your MVP? So for runner-up, um, I gave it to, well, I guess, what's the end? My total fantasy points for it. Debo Samuel is the runner-up. He had 300 total fantasy points, which is really good because there's a pretty big uh, drop-off between uh, Debo and the guys under him. But there's a big drop-off between the winner and Debo, and that's going to be Cooper Cup again. Um, he got 367 total fantasy points. And I guess some shout-outs to Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson, and Jamal Chase. Um, I think if you had any... Uh, five of these guys in fantasy roster you're probably pretty happy yeah i definitely agree it was like an all-time season by cooper cup definitely deserved the mvp but debo samuel was solid in his own right um you're just putting up points every week pretty much the focal point of that 49ers offense so definitely agree with that 
And then for bust wide receiver of the year, that's the last award we're handing out. This is the only real negative award. Well, injury could be kind of negative as well, but um, these are guys that were drafted pretty early, whether first round or second round, they just didn't live up to the hype. I guess some honorable mentions would be DeAndre Hopkins, but because he won injury wide receiver of the year, I didn't feel like he was truly a bust. I feel like he could have performed better if he was healthier. Calvin Ridley, obviously it was a weird situation that happened. Uh, he wasn't as bad as some of uh, the others here. And it wasn't really, uh, uh, I don't know, like bad. It wasn't really bad play on his part. It was more like off field issues, I guess. And then I guess Kenny Galladay as well. If you ended up taking him like third round, fourth round was kind of early. And yeah, he definitely didn't live up to the hype uh, in New York. So well, I'll start with my runner up. My runner up is Julio Jones, obviously, him being in Tennessee, for some reason, the fit wasn't there. Also, he wasn't as healthy as he has been for most of his career. I know the last couple of years he's been banged up. Um, yeah, he he ha- kind of had a pretty disappointing season uh, in my eyes. Uh, he just uh, really didn't put up the points that uh, I guess we thought that he, he was going to put up when he uh, first signed with Tennessee. Uh, I know we talked about him and A.J. Brown being this like dynamic duo. Um, he only put up like 6.5 points and half point PPR. Um, he only played 10 games, so obviously injury affected him, but he just wasn't himself. I don't know whether him and Tannehill, whether they didn't have that connection or whatnot, but a lot of people took him late first round, early second, uh, or not first round, sorry, uh, early wide, late wide receiver one, early wide receiver two, so maybe like third or fourth round, and he just didn't return value for them. So yeah, Julio Jones is my runner up. And then my winner, I have to give it to Allen Robinson. Uh, he was selected in wide receiver one for the most part, sometimes early wide receiver two as well. And yeah, things just did not go well for Robinson uh, this entire season. I don't know what it was. Uh, the guy only put up 5.7 fantasy points per game. Uh, re- just really not good overall. He played 12 games. Um, I know he was injured f- during that latter part of the year, but uh, all the quarterbacks going in and out, he just wasn't getting targeted enough. Um he just didn't produce uh, from where you drafted him. So I have to give it to Allen Robinson. Hopefully as a free agent, he'll land in a spot where he can sort of have a bounce back here next year. But yeah, I don't have a choice. I have to give it to him. He just uh, underperformed from his uh, draft projection. So um, yeah, that's going to be the end of our fantasy awards for this week uh, for the wide receivers. So uh, now we'll move into talking about, uh, I guess, all the rookie classes for each team uh, this past season. Um, there is an article on NFL.com that we'll take a look at, uh, which sort of ranks them from one to 32. So um, we'll start from rank one and Kansas city chiefs got an a grade uh, for their rookie class. Um, I guess uh, any thoughts on, on their class? Um, not in general. I think uh, Casey is generally a pretty solid team every year. I feel like um they may not have been as strong this year as last year, but they did have uh, quite a few few rookies. I think for their level of per- performance, considering they were able to contribute to basically a play a really deep playoff team, potentially a Super Bowl team, I think they did pretty well overall. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, like you said, not a lot of big names, but two major guys, I guess, stand out for me. Creed Humphrey and Trey Smith on the offensive line. We saw how bad their offensive line was in the Super Bowl last season against the Buccaneers, where Mahomes pretty much had no time to throw. We knew they had to revamp it, and they did. Two guys from the draft, Humphrey and Smith. 
they became starters. They started all 17 games, and this is one of the best offensive lines in the league. They got a couple free agents to come in. Uh, they traded for Orlando Brown. They got uh, Tooney from the Patriots, and yeah, they just improved their offensive line. So I feel like just uh, those two guys pretty much made their uh, rookies uh, a really high ranked. So I, I agree with that grade. Uh, we'll move to the Broncos now, who are second ranked. They got an A minus. Um, I guess anything that stands out uh, from Denver. I guess for Denver, um, I can see why they got a got the grade that they did because um, Broncos. The Broncos are basically a sleeper team at this point, and I feel like um, some of the rookies did uh, contribute quite a bit. For example, Javante uh, Williams, uh, Patrick Sertain. So, yeah, I think they did a pretty good job. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, yeah, they call um, Javante Williams Mr. Tackle Breaker because he was tough to bring down. I think Patrick Sertain also made the all-rookie team uh, this year. So, yeah, really solid players that they were able to draft. Definitely agree. And then rank number three was the Miami Dolphins, who got an A-. minus. Um, yeah, I really liked their class. I guess, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, they – they got a star player in Jalen Waddle, and he's only a rookie. So that's a really good deal right there. Yeah, I agree for sure. Uh, Jalen Phillips wasn't too bad. I know um, he still has some things to work on, but still pretty solid in his own right. Um, definitely uh, a couple other guys like Javon Holland. Uh, he had some impressive plays that he made as well. Definitely uh, liked him. Um, I guess moving to the next team, we have the Detroit Lions. Wow, they got ranked four. Uh, a minus. Um, they must have had some great rookies uh, looking through. I, I guess. What are your thoughts here? I mean, I guess this is one of those ranks that um, you can't really base it entirely on the schedule because Lions didn't necessarily have, I guess, a good um, result on the schedule. But um, if you just look at some of the guys like Panay Sewell, you look at Amon Ross St. Brown, who again played really well, especially for a rookie. I think that um, their start, this is this is kind of like a really good start to a rebuilding team. Yeah, I definitely agree. St. Brown in the fourth round was a huge steal. Penny Sewell, of course, he, he's going to become a star. You just give him a little bit of time. He's really solid. And then I think Jamar Jefferson from round seven, he even got a couple starts when they were had a lot of injured running backs. So, um, well, he, he might, not have got, might not have gotten starts, but he definitely got in games and he was pretty solid. So all the way down, the Lions had some great rookies there. Um, getting to rank number five, the Cincinnati Bengals, they got an A- minus as well. I mean, yeah, just Jamar Chase alone made this rookie class really good. I guess, what are your thoughts on it overall? I mean, you could, have, you could argue that they deserve an, an A, considering um, how far they got um, just after this draft class so basically i mean jamar chase his results kind of speak for itself on um, his chemistry with joe joe burrow just his talent in general um, makes the offense of the Bengals really scary to play against um, evan mcpherson i think he's one of the best uh kickers in general in the league if not one of the best i guess rookie kickers so again i think this was a really good draft yeah i definitely agree uh, Trey Hill is a pretty decent pickup in round six, as well as Chris Evans, who I think is going to be the backup running back next year. I don't know whether they move on from Samaje Pirine, but Chris Evans definitely looked really solid when he played as well. Definitely agree. Really solid rookie class for that Bengals team. New England Patriots got ranked six. They got an A-minus as well. 
Um, I guess, what are your thoughts on, on their rookie class? I mean, they got um, Mac Jones, who was a perfect fit for the system. So I think that's a good draft. They got Christian Barmore, who was an absolute steal. I think Barmore should have been a first-round draft, but he fell all the way to the second round. So, I mean, if it falls to you, why not take it, right? You get a first-round first, first round value in the second round. So, yeah, I think they did really good overall. Yeah, I definitely agree. I guess the three guys that stood out to me, Mac Jones, obviously. I mean, what a rookie season. He was the best rookie quarterback by far. He was the fifth guy uh, at quarterback taken off the board. So he outperformed everyone in front of him. You talked about Christian Barmore, really solid overall. Um, he was just one of the more consistent guys on the defensive line for the Patriots. And then, of course, Ramondre Stevenson. What a steal in round four. Um, there are some games he couldn't be stopped. He was just running through everybody. Um, I definitely agree. The Patriots really had a nice draft there. Um, I guess we'll move to rank seven, and that's the Dallas Cowboys. They also got an A-. minus. Um, I guess give me your thoughts on, on their draft. I guess with the Cow Cowboys, um, I think their draft was pretty good, but I guess there's kind of a gap between them and I guess kind of the, the rest of the teams that got an A. I guess it's mainly just because of the um, their, their record that they kind of got an A-. minus. And also, I think it was mostly Micah Parsons that carried this class. I don't feel like there was a, another really established player that came out of it. Of course, he's the defensive rookie of the year. He was really solid all season. Um, yeah, they. I feel like they need to get, um, I guess, more out of some of the players in this draft class. They did get uh, some starts here from some of their players. But um, yeah, I definitely think that these guys have a lot of growth to do. Um yeah, we'll move to rank eight, and that's the Cleveland Browns. Uh, now we move into the B grade, so B plus for them. I guess since you're a Browns fan, talk a bit about the Browns. So I guess um, if you're a Browns fan, you probably think they deserve an A minus, considering they got JOK in the second in the second round, and again he's a first he's like a first round value type player, and for whatever reason, people just didn't want to take him. So falls to you, obviously you're going to take that. That's like a lot of value and the Browns needed a guy like JOK. Um, Greg Newsom, again, he was a really good ad. He's a good cornerback and um, the Browns needed another quarter cornerback to uh, compliment Denzel Ward because uh, Ward was um, having to do a lot of uh, work on zone. So they had two uh, really good players. Anthony Schwartz, um, unfortunately, he wasn't utilized enough in my opinion. So um, I don't think we've seen his full potential yet. And I guess for the rest of the guys, um, James Hudson, Tom, Tommy, Toby, they did pretty uh, decent. Tony Fields, Richard LeCount, they did all right. Dimitri Felton, um, again, he's, I think he has some potential, but um, he's, I guess, hasn't had enough use because obviously you're playing behind Nick Chubb, you're playing behind Kareem Hunt, so it's kind of hard to stand out. Yeah, I mean, like he was like the running back four on that depth chart. But I think even when he got in, um, he was still like he had some solid runs, some solid weeks. So uh, Felton was decent. Yeah, like you mentioned, Newsom, JOK and Anthony Schwartz. I felt like they could have been higher than the Cowboys just because they had a lot of hits in this draft. So, um, yeah, great uh, from the Cleveland Browns. Getting to number nine, we have the Philadelphia Eagles, who also have a B plus grade. Um, I guess give me your thoughts on them. I guess the the Eagles, um, 
I didn't feel like too, I guess, too impressed with their results, if that, if that makes sense. So I feel like um, with some of the guys they got, they probably should have finished um, a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, uh, I like some of the players they got, like Devontae Smith, Landon Dickerson, Kenneth Gainwell. Like, they were pretty solid. Um, yeah, I just feel like uh, this rookie class for them hasn't reached their full potential um, yet. So I feel like we haven't seen as much as we can. Dickerson was probably their best rookie, if I was going to say, um, just because Devontae Smith, um, I don't know, he was just up and down all year. It happens for rookies, obviously. And then Kenneth Gainwell obviously just didn't get enough uh, reps at the running back position so um yeah a decent class from the eagles though on rank 10 uh we have the houston texans they got a b plus i guess give me your thoughts on them i think they um they did okay i mean uh nico collins he's all right davis mills he didn't really um play all of the games but for some of the games he was in he did pretty he did pretty well for a rookie quarterback i think it was pretty rough for rookie quarterbacks except for Mac Jones overall so can't really be too hard on Davis Mills I think for the rest of the guys um, they were they were okay yeah I mean just getting to them um, I feel like they didn't have a lot of draft picks but they got a few hits on their their few picks obviously Davis Mills and Nico Collins in round three Mills looks like a decent like fill-in starter until either Watson comes back or they draft another quarterback uh, Collins looks like he's going to be a solid wide receiver. Brevin Jordan, pretty decent tight end. But yeah, not having a lot of picks, I think, hurt them. They definitely could have been higher on this list for sure. Um, I guess moving to number 11, we have the Las Vegas Raiders, who got a B-plus as well. Um, I guess any thoughts uh, on theirs as a whole? I guess as a whole, I kind of liked um, Alex uh, Featherwood. Um, I guess having a really good um, O-liner, is someone, someone, something that you'd want to uh, take, especially if you're um, trying trying to make a playoff push in the future. I think the Raiders could have been a sleeper team, but unfortunately they lost some of their players on offense. So it kind of uh, didn't work out in the end, but I think they positioned themselves to be kind of like a sleeper team in the fo uh, following years because of draft class. Yeah, I definitely agree. Leatherwood struggled, I think, early in the year, but I think he switched positions and then he played really solid after that. Um, Morig, uh, I think he started every game this year. He was also really solid. Nate Hobbs as well made some big plays for the Raiders this year. So yeah, decent class for them. Definitely got a lot of hits as well. Um, we'll move to number 12, and that's the Pittsburgh Steelers. They got a B grade. Um, there's a few hits here, I guess. Give me your thoughts. I think in terms of um, offense, they had some really good players. Um, Najee Harris, he's really good. Pat, uh, Pat Fryermuth, again, he was getting a lot, a lot of reps as a tight end, which uh, you want. And I think other, other than that, I guess um, I wasn't too impressed. So I think B is probably where I guess where they should be. No pun intended. I feel like. Um, Outside of like maybe uh, Dan Moore and Kendrick Green, they could have maybe got um, some more um, offensive line earlier in the draft because I think that's kind of going to be their biggest problem in the following years. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I also think that like uh, Presley Harvin was a decent punter for them as a rookie. Um, I know um, he definitely can be better, but he's a rookie, so I can't really put that on him. 
Um, yeah, um, but yeah, you hit most of the major names. Najee Harris, he was a stud this year. I think what we gave him a fantasy rookie running back of the year. So he was, yeah, really solid. Fryermuth, really solid as well. He might even get tight end rookie of the year. We'll have to see. But uh, yeah, a pretty solid class overall from them. I definitely agree on the offensive line part for sure. Uh, moving to rank 13, we have the LA Chargers. They got a B. Um, I guess give me your thoughts on this class. Um, I think from this this class, there wasn't really, I guess, too much that stood out for me. I guess maybe uh, Rashawn Slater. Um, I guess he made basically the entire offense um, easier, much easier, especially considering um, how how big he is um, on the offensive line. But I guess that's pretty much it. For me. Yeah, I mean, he was clearly the best rookie out of this draft. Um, you're really solid. I think he was on the all rookie team as well. Sante Samuel, like he was decent. I felt like he got burned quite a bit though on some of his coverages, but he'll definitely get better. Josh Palmer as well. I mean, if they lose one of their free agent wide receivers, Palmer is definitely going to have a bigger role next year for sure. So definitely some really solid rookies here. Um, then getting to the Green Bay Packers at 14, they got to be um, pretty decent draft, but what are your thoughts? I mean, I guess it was... I mean, they did get um, Eric. They did get Eric Stokes. They got Amari Rogers, but I think they should have um, drafted a wide receiver a little bit earlier because um, Aaron Rodgers' biggest concern was he didn't feel like he had enough help. So, if you're trying, if you're trying to like show Aaron Rodgers, yeah, we're gonna get you more help, then I would think trying to get a wide receiver a little bit earlier would kind of be the play. They got um, Josh. They got Josh Myers. They got some old liners. So I think that does help a little bit. But I feel like um, maybe they should have drafted a wide receiver. Yeah, I definitely agree. Eric Stokes, uh, he was decent. I feel like he's going to grow as well. Uh, Royce Newman, actually, he was pretty decent on the offensive line. I know they had a lot of injuries there, but he definitely played solid. And then, yeah, like you said about Amari Rogers, I definitely think he can sort of take that next step um hopefully next season we don't know whether Aaron Rodgers will be there or not but we'll definitely have to see about that getting to the Falcons at 15 they got a B grade um yeah I mean Kyle Pitts man this guy was a, a stud he might even win rookie tight end of the year I don't need, I don't know about that but he was really solid um yeah I guess so what are your thoughts on this rookie class yeah I think Kyle Pitts is far and away kind of the best pick that they made in entire drafts um he's basically a go-to tight end which again is um really hard to find i mean pat, pat fryer is also a really good tight end and i think kyle pitts he looks like he's playing better better than someone like pat fryer at least in terms of um in terms of like fantasy points so again a really good ad and he's pretty pretty much like their one of their go the go-to guys for catching so i think in that respect, they did really good there. In terms of the rest of the guys, um, not really too much stands out. Maybe like Jalen Mayfield, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, I think Jalen Mayfield is pretty decent, um, I guess, for where they got him. Uh, Richie Grant, obviously, we want to see more of. Um, Avery Williams as well. So um, definitely a class so we can sort of, I guess, look ahead to for the most part. And Getting to rank 16, we have the New Orleans Saints who, who got a B. Um, I guess give me your thoughts on, on their rookie class. I guess for their rookie class, there wasn't really um, too much that stood out for me. 
um, yeah, I guess maybe um, he P. Werner. Um, I guess it looks like he was um, used pretty pretty heavily as a rookie, so that's always something that you want to see. But I think in general they haven't really stood up too much yet, so I guess we'll just have to see their development. Yeah, honestly, this rookie class was so up and down. The only one that I really liked was Paulson Adibo. Like, he played pretty solid. But, like, we saw Ian Book having to start a game for them. He didn't look great. Um, Peyton Turner had all these injuries. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like if it wasn't for Adibo, they could probably be, like, one of the bottom three rookies uh, classes. So, um, yeah, I definitely think that they have, I guess, a lot more they need to see from this rookie class. I'll move to 17, the Baltimore Ravens. Um, they got to be, um, I guess, give me your thoughts on their rookies. I guess this is kind of similar to um, maybe the Saints in terms of um, not really too much of their guys have stood out yet. Maybe like Brand, maybe Brandon Stevens. Um, I'd like to say Rashad Bateman. I think he has a lot of potential, but I feel like he just hasn't gotten enough enough reps to stand out yet so i guess that's just kind of a general thoughts on the ravens yeah i definitely think we need to see more from both rashad bateman and odafi away because i feel like those are the the two best players out of this draft for them and yeah they didn't really do as much as we'd like them uh i think bateman started out the year with an injury so definitely really tough uh for him um but yeah we'll move to the next team rank 18 was the chicago bears who got a b minus um, I guess give me your thoughts on, on this team. You could say maybe this should be more of a C plus, I guess, draft because I wasn't really um, too impressed by the picks, at least going by how the year ended up. I guess um, Justin Fields, he was they wanted to bring him, bring him in to kind of be um, a, quarter, a quarterback that they can, I guess, rely on. Unfortunately, he had a really rough season, so uh, things didn't really work out for him this this year. Um, I think maybe Khalil Herbert or Chris, I guess, Curious Tonga would kind of be their best picks, mainly because of how much they used them. So that's kind of, they got a lot of value for where they drafted them, but pretty much that's it. Yeah, I was going to say, like, they have some decent picks here. They just didn't use them a lot. Hopefully next year we'll see Justin Fields and Khalil Herbert, I guess, take that next step. Hopefully Tevin Jenkins can become a great tackle for them as well. Um, we'll move to number 19. That's the Carolina Panthers. They got a B minus. Um, I guess give me your thoughts on uh, this team. I guess um, I guess one player that I think stood out a little bit would be maybe um, Chuba Hubbard, I guess, for the, for the offense. Um, it looks like he was started quite a bit. In fantasy, he wasn't necessarily in, um, doing, I guess, well enough that you'd want to pick him up in, I guess, shallower leagues. So he was maybe like a deeply pickup at running back for bet at best. So I guess at least in terms of the offense, there's maybe a little bit more to be desired. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, JC Horn tearing his ACL was the worst in the third game of the season. He was looking so solid. Um, but yeah, Terrace Marshall, Tommy Tremble, and Chuba Hubbard. This is the makings of a great offense in the future. 
These guys just need to realize their potential as they had decent years. Could have used Marshall a bit more, but I think uh, Tremble and uh, Hubbard were pretty decent. So, yeah, I guess good overall from them. I'll move to the 20th team, which is the Giants. They also got a B minus. I guess give me your thoughts on them. Um, I guess again, this could potentially be kind of a C plus, um, I guess type of draft. But again, you can't always just look at the the results. So, um, there could be some potential on this team, but we'll have to see. Kadarius Tony was all right. Aziz Ojolari was pretty good as well. He was used quite a bit, so that's pretty important. Um, I guess that's about it for me. Yeah, I was going to say that that's where I'm at as well. Those top two guys, they were definitely the main ones. Tony battled a lot of injuries as well. Um, yeah, hopefully with the new coaching staff coming this coming in, this team will sort of turn things around. I definitely like them quite a bit. Um, so, yeah, hopefully some of these rookies will get more playing time this coming year. Then the Jets were ranked uh, number 21, so two New York teams back-to-back. Now we're in the C grade. They got a C+. Plus. Um, I guess give me your thoughts. There's a lot of rookies here. Yeah, they had quite a lot of picks, but unfortunately um, they didn't really get any game-changing picks, so they ended up um, staying, I guess, close to where they were last season. Um, Zach Wilson, um, he was okay. I think Elijah Moore might have been um, their their best pick. Maybe Michael Carter, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like they could have been higher. I know Zach Wilson wasn't the greatest this year, but he's still developing. Elijah Vera Tucker was really solid coming in to play offensive line for them at the guard position. Um, Elijah Moore, some of the games he played when he wasn't hurt, he looked very good. Uh, he's definitely going to be a solid receiver for them. And then Michael Carter was pretty decent as well when he played. So uh, definitely some solid rookies here. They're definitely going to need to see more from some of the other guys. But yeah, it was a pretty de- decent year uh, for the Jets. And then we got Washington Commanders, who were the football team last year at number 22. Um, they got a, a C-plus grade. Um, I don't know. Give me your thoughts on some of their rookies here. Well, it's kind of hard to, I guess, tell tell with some of these guys um i guess they didn't really stand stand out to me that much so i feel like c plus is a pretty good good grade for that i guess maybe their best players would have been um cosme unfortunately he didn't play um, all of the games maybe john bates because of how much he was uh used and where they drafted him um maybe uh jump in davis but yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, Cosby was probably their best rookie, battled injuries most of the year. Jamin Davis, I mean, he was decent. Definitely, you could tell he was a rookie, though, this year. Deami Brown, they didn't use him enough. I he, I think he showed spurts of talent, but they just didn't use him enough. And then, yeah, John Bates was thrown out there with the Logan Thomas injury. So, um, yeah, definitely, they have some good rookies here. They just need to, I guess, use them a bit more this coming season. Then we get to number 23, that's San Francisco 49ers. Uh, they got a, a C grade. Um, I guess, yeah, give me your thoughts on them. I think um, Trey Lance, it's, I feel like he could become a pretty good quarterback for the 49ers, but it's going to be um, hard to see because I think um, he's, he was basically competing with um, starts with Jimmy G. So Jimmy G is already established, or you're not going to be playing too many games. So I guess we'll just have to um, see what he does next year. 
I guess Trey Sermon was all right. Um, I kind of like Elijah Mitchell, especially from where they drafted him. I think they got really good value there. I was going to say the only person I was really impressed with from this draft class was Elijah Mitchell. Um, I just feel like the rest of this class, we haven't really seen much from them yet, including Trey Lance. Trey Sermon, it was a surprise that they barely used him. So, yeah, Elijah Mitchell is definitely probably the steal of of last year's draft class for sure. Um, And then getting to number 24 was Minnesota. Got a C grade. I guess give me your thoughts on them. I guess their draft class was kind of like average overall, so I guess maybe that's why they got a C. I mean, Christian um, Derisaw, I think he was a good pick, but other than that, the, they end up getting Kellen Mont, which I guess in the third round, I'm not sure why you draft, um, I guess, a, port, a quarterback there, especially when you, you already have Kirk Cousins. Um, the rest of the guys... Um, not really, I'm just feeling too much. So I guess Christian Derrissaw was kind of like the best pick by by far. And that's pretty much it. Yeah, I definitely agree. I know he was injured for quite a bit, so that might have hurt him. But yeah, he's pretty decent. But yeah, like you said, other than that, they just didn't get a lot of bang for their buck at each position, uh, in my opinion. Uh, definitely could have had a bit better of a draft. Um, getting to number 25, we have the Buffalo Bills, who are at a C. Um I don't know. I just didn't really see a lot here. I mean, Greg Rousseau was decent. Um, Boogie Basham was okay. I don't know. Like, what are your thoughts? I don't think they did too well in the drafts, in my opinion. I mean, they got Rousseau. I think they're in position to get some players that could have um, been potentially better than Rousseau. But again, Rousseau is a, it's an all right fix. Pretty good. That's pretty much it for me. The rest of the guys, um, we'll just have to see what they do next year. Yeah, this is more of a, we'll wait till next year kind of thing. We, they haven't really shown a lot. Um, yeah, Russo and Bastion definitely need to keep taking the next step. Um, and then getting to number 26, we have Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They gave them a C. Um, I don't know. Yeah, there wasn't a lot here. I guess, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it looks like uh, most of these guys, they barely got um, any games if they got, or yeah, they didn't really get um, starts. They didn't really get too many games, most of them. Um, they drafted a court quarterback, not really too sure why, but I guess um, they weren't expecting Tom Brady to leave, so I guess we'll be able to see what their quarterback does. Um, yeah, they didn't really do too much with the draft because they have I guess a lot of free agents. They did really well um, the season before, so I guess we'll just have to see what they do. Yeah, I mean, Joe Tryon was probably the most decent pick. Uh, he got a few sacks here and there, but I guess other than that, they definitely need to I guess use these rookies a little bit more. Uh, number 27 was the Arizona Cardinals. They got a C-. minus. Um, yeah, I guess give me your thoughts on them. I guess um, I think Rondale does have some potential, but unfortunately on the fantasy end, he didn't. He it was really good starting. He had a really good start, but he just wasn't able to, um, I guess, have a really good end to the fantasy season. So I guess that was a little bit disappointing, but I think he does have some potential. Um, I think uh, Zavin Collins is all right. And that's pretty much it for me. 
Yeah, I was going to say the only two guys that really stood out for me were Zayvon Collins and Rondell Moore. Like you said, they could have been used a bit more. Collins, yeah, he was decent, I guess. Uh, Rondell Moore could have been used a bit more in the offense. I guess he did struggle near the end of the year as he had a really good early start, in my opinion. Um, I don't know when Hopkins went down, the offense just kind of dried up, in my opinion, outside of James Conner. So definitely needs he definitely needs to be used a lot more next season. Um, number 28 was the Jacksonville Jaguars, who had a lot of draft picks. I don't know. I guess give me your thoughts. I mean, C-minus is understandable considering um, how low the results were, and we expected Trevor Lawrence to kind of be a game-changing quarterback, and he might still have that potential. It's just his rookie season. It just happens sometimes. Um, and they didn't really have the best coach. I mean, Urban Meyer is an amazing college coach, but he just didn't really work out in the NFL, and I think um, almost injuring your own kicker doesn't really help either. <laughs> um, I guess Trevor Lawrence is probably the best pick. Maybe Andre Cisco. Um, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty disappointing for this rookie class. Of course, Trevor Lawrence started every game. Uh, he'll definitely look to grow next season. Travis Etienne obviously tearing his ACL in the preseason, so he didn't get to play any games. So hopefully, we'll see him next year. Tyson Campbell is probably the one I was the most impressed with. Uh, with a pretty decent corner um he'll definitely be like a top corner for them in the future Andre Cisco yeah he was pretty decent as well and Luke Farrell played a lot of games for them at tight end as well so yeah decent class they they we just haven't seen a lot from them yet so hopefully next year they'll be able to play a bit better um getting to number 29 the LA Rams now we're in the D uh, grades they got a D plus yeah not a lot here I guess anything any thoughts Honestly, I don't think there were really any players that um, stood out. Um, maybe Ernest Jones had decent value considering he was drafted round, round three. But this is pretty much a team that uh, won the Super Bowl, not because they drafted well, but they had um, a really good um, offseason. They ended up getting Matthew Stafford. Their team was already a playoff-level uh, team. They had um, some free agents in. Uh, Odell, so they ended up having just a really good veterans overall. That's how they won. Yeah, I was going to say, Ernest Jones, he was decent in the playoffs for them, um, but yeah, it, it wasn't like amazing, because like you said, they had a lot of vets, and Ben Skoronek, uh, he was famously known for being overthrown by Matthew Stafford all the time. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, he didn't really have a great rookie season either. So, I mean, yeah, um, they really didn't need their rookies this year. Hopefully next year they'll develop a bit better. Number 30, the Indianapolis Colts also got a D plus. Um, yeah, just not a lot here. I guess give me your thoughts. Yeah, I wasn't really too impressed with the picks that they made. Fortunately, the Colts didn't really do too well this season um, either. I think we were kind of expecting uh, Matthew Stafford's situation with the Colts by bringing in Carson Wentz, but um, fortunately, the, they didn't um, draft, draft well, so that may have played a part in the Colts not making the playoffs, but not really too sure about that. Yeah, the only one that really did anything was Quiddy Pay. Uh, he did start 15 games, but... Yeah, just we haven't seen enough yet from this rookie class. Hopefully, we'll see more next season. Then the Tennessee Titans uh, were ranked 31. They also got a D plus. There's really not much here, I guess. Do you have any thoughts? I mean, 
this is again another team that they already have established vets, so they're not really looking for game-changing rookies. They're just looking for guys who can kind of just play the role, kind of stand in the gap. So that's pretty much who they got. Yeah, just really tough overall. And then 32, Seahawks got a D. They only have four draft picks. Actually, not even four. They have three draft picks and one draft free age, undrafted free agent. Um, Eskridge was hurt most of the year. And um, both Trey Brown and, and Forsyth just didn't really pan out for them. Like, they just really didn't have much here. I, I guess give me your thoughts on the Hawks. I mean, I guess if they're trying to try to protect Wilson because he's getting up there in age, maybe you should draft um, an O-liner first, I guess. But with only, I guess, like three picks, your priority would be how do you maximize Wilson's value? So I think they should have tried to do that. I'm not sure what their plan was. Maybe they, they thought Eskridge would be um, the guy that would maximize Wilson's value, but I would have gone for protection first. Yeah, I think Jake Curran, the guy they got as a free agent, he was decent. Like, he was good at, like, run blocking and stuff. Like, that's how Rashad Penny kind of, like, popped off at the end of the season and stuff. But, like, outside of that, the, the rookies just didn't really give them that much this year. So, hopefully, they'll have more picks for this coming draft. Uh, we'll definitely be talking about the draft. It's going to be exciting. Uh, hopefully, as we get closer to it, we'll either preview the draft or we'll recap it. We'll do something for the draft. So, that it'll definitely be exciting. All right. And yeah, that's going to be the end of Fanatics football for this week. Just make sure you check us out on Twitter and Instagram at FanFanPodcast. We've been posting picks for NHL and NBA. So definitely go check that out. Um, this podcast will be on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Just make sure you like, subscribe, share, hit the bell for notifications on YouTube, leave comments, reviews, all that good stuff. And yeah, um, it was nice looking at the rookie classes and handing out the wide receiver awards this week. And we'll talk to you guys on the next episode.